1: To speak up! I'm wearing a towel. Oh! Smash.
0: Shh. Get started. Chalmers, and with me as always is my wonderful co-host Tina Chalmers.
1: Yep. Yeah, who has food in her mouth.
0: That's just how you mm-hmm. roll. Uh, yep. No Nick this week. Uh, we tried to get him a couple of times, but he's a uh, crazy studying again. He's a uh, Already back to school, so it's a bit tough, mm. unfortunately. Um, but that's cool. We should be able to lock him in next week. We we changed our schedules a bit now that you're done. We've got okay. a, a few other options. Just this week didn't quite work out, so we'll get on this case. But um, I think we're going to see Mission Impossible together next week, so we'll be able to review that soon. Nice. Nice indeed. How are you?
1: Good. It's almost like getting together the three of us is its own impossible mission. Um. Yeah. No. You know. I'm good. I'm chugging along. I'm finished with production now. I don't know if I've done a podcast since I finished production. Uh. But
0: I think we did. I thought yeah. I think we have. I think two weeks ago. Yeah. Mm. We recorded. So. Um.
1: So yeah. No. I'm. I'm going good. I'm starting to um get through some more TV that I've been put on the back. Uh, put on the back burner for. Mm-hmm. Uh. So yeah. No. I'm doing all right. How about yourself? Yeah,
0: we, uh, we watched some Veep, so yep. we watched like four episodes. Yeah. Um, yeah, things are okay, I'm working, so and writing a lot, mm-hmm. which is good. I um, just spent a week being a vegetarian. Um,
1: yes, how was that?
0: It was nowhere near as tough as I thought it would be, uh, but I definitely celebrated a week of vegetarianism by having a big steak last night. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to keep playing with it, trying to find new ways to be healthy. And, uh, slim down a little bit, which is uh, perfect for an audible podcast. Uh-huh. You can just hear how much weight I've lost. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think Nick's doing alright as well, aside from all the schools. So, let's dive into some news, news and rumours, and there is a ton because mm. it's been two weeks. Mm. Whenever we go more than a week,
1: <coughs> there's it's always the, heaps the
0: build up. Uh, we will. I'm going to mix it up a little bit. I'm going to go into some, uh, normally I start with DC, and kind of work through, I'm going to go to the list backwards that way.
1: I, I was going to say, I guess, or are we starting with Marvel first?
0: No, no, we'll start with just uh, regular, good old regular news. Yeah. Um, and I say good, unfortunately the first news story is actually kind of a bummer. Uh, Aretha Franklin passed away. Did she? She died yesterday. Ah. Age 76.
1: Nobody, that wasn't anywhere. It was online. Oh, well, nobody, like, in my circle, like, said anything about that.
0: Yeah, no, she didn't. That's
1: am. a shame. How old? Sorry?
0: 76.
1: 76.
0: Yeah. I, uh, one of, the, oh, shame. one of the great voices of soul. Yeah. Um, my first introduction to Aretha Franklin was in the Blues Brothers.
1: I don't know when I was. Mm.
0: Uh, she's also quoted very well in The Office by Michael Scott. Yeah. R-E-S-P-C-T-C. Find out what it means to me. Um... Yeah, killer voice, like one of the yeah. great, one of the great, great modern voices. Uh, and as far as I know, like, pretty nice woman as well. Like, mm. you never really hear, like, there were never any Aretha scandals, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, Do we world...
1: know what she passed away from? Uh,
0: the article that I read at the time didn't have any information, more may have surfaced since then, but yeah. uh, at this stage it's pretty unknown. Uh, I mean, she was a big woman, like a big, big woman, so I, if I had to guess, I'd say maybe it was health related. Yeah. Um, are you looking it up now?
1: Yes, I am.
0: Yeah. But, um... And she, and she had a new album come out just last year, actually, as well. So she's still working to the very end. That last album was killer as well. She did, um... They've been doing recently, like, older or more classic artists. And mm. they're, like, redoing the songs with an orchestra. And they did that for her, for her last year. Which yeah. was really, really good. Mm. Um... We'll, uh, we'll jump into some, some other news while you're yeah. looking that up. Or if you it that.
1: might not say anything yeah. yet.
0: Uh, we got our first look at Mulan for the live action. Yeah, movie.
1: absolutely.
0: I was going to show you the picture, but you already saw it. But yeah, no,
1: it was awesome. It was really cool. I loved it.
0: She looks great. It's a. Mm. Uh, yeah, looks great. And they cast um, someone else as well, but I did not keep that information. But they cast one of the guys as well. I don't know which one, though.
1: Yeah. Um, probably maybe like Shang? No,
0: I don't They're think like, it was Shang. I'll oh, see what's it's on Shang? the...
1: Have you seen Mulan?
0: Yes. Ah. It's, it's like Mulan's my favorite Disney princess.
1: Yeah, she's amazing.
0: Yeah.
1: She saved China. Uh,
0: I'm just trying to find... Um,
1: I can't find anything about how she passed away.
0: They've actually... Um... Oh, it's, there's actually quite a few people cast. That I didn't know. Oh, okay. Donnie Yen is playing Commander Tung. Okay. So Donnie Yen was in um, uh, Rogue One. He was the blind guy who believed in the Jedi. Oh, um, yep.
1: Uh-huh, uh uh-huh. Jet
0: Li is playing the Emperor.
1: Yep.
0: But who is the new one? Oh, I think it was Jimmy Wong. It was cast as Ling. Now, I don't know who Jimmy Wong is, but... That's still cool. Um... He's been quite a few independent things, actually. Yeah. But still, that's regardless, that's still very cool. Mm. Um, Here's some less cool news: Um, this Venom movie, which is coming out, which seems to keep changing my opinion on it (laughs) with every trailer. Mm. Um, They've just announced they, they, all the entire campaign they've been pushing for a hard R. They're like, we're making an R-rated superhero. Movie And when I say R, I mean an American R. Like, over here, it might have only been MA, might have even been M. But, Mm. like, over there, they're like, we're going for an R. They announced this week that they're not going for that anymore. They're going for a heavy PG-13, which doesn't really mean anything. Uh, It just means that it's not going to be gory
1: or have any blood. Mm.
0: Won't have any swearing. Yeah. Won't have any, like, the violence will be tamed down. Uh, And the reason they're doing that is because, apparently, they want to try and get it to time with the MCU. Okay. Which I understand them wanting to do that, but there is no way that's happening. Disney aren't going to do that. Yeah, Disney aren't be like, ah, oh, that movie we had no, uh, we had no control over, no involvement in.
1: Yeah, let's just include that.
0: Yeah, we haven't made a bad movie yet. Why would we let you guys do that for us? Yeah. Um. So I don't know, man. This Venom film, I'll go see it, but I'm just feeling like less and less excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the vibes not there. Now back to some cool news, uh, Gal Gadot just re- uh, revealed this week that she's also cast in Wreck-It Ralph 2. Oh, cool. Don't know what character, it's an original character, it's not a, a Disney princess or anything, but yeah. yeah. And the character, they released a, a picture, looks exactly like Gal Gadot. She's driving a motorcycle, Oh, nice. she's wearing a leather jacket, pretty much what Gal Gadot does in every film that isn't a Wonder Woman movie. But uh, that's cool. Um, while you're looking that up...
1: Yeah, there was a picture of, like, the princesses at a slumber party. Yeah,
0: well, that was in the first trailer. Yeah. I to on the second trailer. But I
1: just like all their pyjamas. Yeah. I think their pyjamas are I'm really cool. excited
0: for Wreck-It Ralph too. I think it's has yeah. good. Um, speaking of franchises, uh, James Bond, they're working on this, this next film. They haven't really got all that far. The last thing I heard was that Daniel Craig was saying he would actually be open to doing one more, mm. but now it sounds like the producers... Don't like that idea. They're looking to recast Bond. Okay. So four and done, from the sounds of it, they're looking to cast someone else, and they're pushing heavily towards Idris Elba.
1: Yeah. Mm. Uh, which is
0: good because I think mm. people have been saying for a while that yeah, no,
1: absolutely that they want Idris <coughs> Elba. Uh,
0: they're also apparently looking at Henry Cavill. Ah, uh, yeah. But those are the two in particular. Um, do you want to hear some controversial news? Here? Sure,
1: absolutely. And when I say spill con- the tea, James. <sighs>
0: You will be crying over all this spilled milk.
1: It's tea. It's (laughs) spilling the tea. Get with the times. Cheers. Uh,
0: So the Oscars.
1: Yes. They happen every year. Yes. What, they're not Um, happening this year? No, no. They've already happened this year.
0: (coughs) They're still happening. They've made some changes recently. sort of announced some changes. One thing is... I keep
1: like looking at your list to be like, oh, like I want to see what the news is. I'm
0: literally reading it out to you. I know. Um, The first thing they announce is they're going to try and cut it down to just a three-hour telecast. Okay. It tends to get longer and longer. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Which is good. I mm. think that's good for audiences, but it also means that we might lose some categories.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, apparently not. In fact, they even said not every category is going to be telecast anymore. There'll be some more yeah. done privately. Mm. Which, again, I think is a bit of a shame. Like, can I the musical numbers? There is at least... Because
1: so, fi- that's entertaining. What's not entertaining is the award for best sound mixing...
0: It's funny you say that, because that's one of the ones I'm pretty sure is going.
1: Good! I don't know. I don't give a shit. I don't know what sound mixing is. I don't give a shit about it. But it's also not
0: for us. It's to recognise people in the industry. That's like, true. There's 15 to 25 minutes of songs that I don't know every year.
1: Well, You've just got to watch more movies then, James.
0: More than what I'm watching. <laughs> um, but the most controversial one, a bit of news has come out this week in regards to the Oscars, is mm. the category they want to add.
1: Oh, okay. They talking
0: about adding a new category, and I don't think it's been locked in yet, but they said this, and a lot of people were up in arms. I kind of have mixed feelings about it, but we'll have a good chat. Yeah. They're adding a category, or think about doing a, a, a category that will recognise popular films.
1: Ah, so like, that's giving the chance of, like a Marvel movie, to win it. Yes. Mm.
0: Now, I'm not entirely against that, because I've been saying for a while now on the show that... Uh, Robert Downey Jr. probably should get something for his portrayal of Tony Stark. Mm. Especially, like, in that first movie, after, like, everything that kind of happened to him behind the scenes, you know, with the drunkenness and everything else, like, it just feels like he made such a turnaround, gave such a good performance, probably deserves some recognition. Yeah. Also, those Marvel films, those special effects are crazy, crazy good. Yeah. Look at Thanos. Like, Thanos mm. does not exist. But that's not a real thing. That is a man in a suit. Yeah. Yet they made that happen. My only... One of my hesitations, though, is, like, just recognise them anyway. Like, they upped the Best Picture category from five to ten nominations to include Avatar, and then kind of close it down again in the last few years. Just keep it ten. Like, give these other films a shot for the real award. Like, if, if, if Avengers Infinity War or Black Panther wins Best Popular Film... Does that diminish it because it's not best film o- yeah, overall? Yeah, like, there's yeah, that.
1: Yeah, I see what you mean.
0: And also, like Suicide Squad won an Academy Award.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, so clearly, films have a chance. It's. I understand why they're doing it. Someone said recently they're like in a world where the MTV Movie Awards this category doesn't need to exist. So I, yeah. I, I kind of have two opinions. I like the idea because I think some of these films need recognition, and not just um, the Marvel films, like
1: like the harry potter films maybe for example yeah like harry potter like just the... just like or like yeah like popular films that don't necessarily get the nod because they're not like exclusively made for the film circuit
0: well like the films that we that we tend to like more mm. tend we'll get nominations in uh effects or costumes or something that's yeah. where they tend to go But not for performance, or Mm. um, some of the more kind of nitty-gritty ones.
1: best film. Like,
0: Watchmen, I think, is a film that was completely looked over in 2009. Like, Watchmen's a really good movie. Um, If, like, Zack Snyder probably somewhere should have won... A Zack Snyder film should have won an award for cinematography somewhere. Mm. Like, say we all about his films. The guy does visuals better than anyone else, except for maybe Nolan. Mm. Like, those films deserve some uh, awareness. Also, I think there's a lot of horror stuff, like... Um, but Get Out won, which was nice. Yeah. Uh, which was really, really good. But, you know, like A Quiet Place is really good. Hereditary is really good. Like, Hereditary... Hopefully, Tony Collette will get a nomination, because I think she's put in the performance of a career for that film. But, yeah, like, I think the last horror film to get nominated before um, Get Out was The Exorcist.
1: Yeah.
0: Or maybe, maybe a Shyamalan film, but I don't think so. Mm. But do you know what I mean? Like, it's just these niche genres just don't get the attention because... Because,
1: because why, why go for something piddly like a horror movie when you could go for something that's drama and and World War Two based? Well, that's it. Like all the films,
0: all the films that win are either war films, true, like true.
1: Films about Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Um, So I have mixed feelings. I I like the idea just to we can include some more films, (coughs) but I think it's also a dangerous a dangerous idea because then, you know, we'll just keep adding. Yeah. And the, another thing I heard, I think it was the same person who mentioned the MTV thing, said, you know, the Academy is starting to get younger now. Like now, mm. we're like a lot of those old Hollywood people are starting to leave the Academy or, or die off.
1: Or die, yeah.
0: So like in a couple of years we might have a more progressive, more mm. open, uh, kind of ju- judge of peers anyway. So yeah. do we hold off for a couple more years and just see how things mm. change? Like last year, there's definitely some change. I don't know. I like the idea, but I have issues with it as well. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. Um, I'm still burnt over Big Sick not getting any awards for yeah. Logan either. Yeah. Um. They revealed a picture of Margot Robbie uh, as Sharon Tate for this Tarantino film.
1: Okay.
0: I will show it to What's you. What's the
1: Tarantino film about again?
0: Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's about the Charles Manson murders and mm-hmm. and, all, and all that sort of stuff. Ooh, pardon me, I got the hiccups. Probably from all this chocolate we're eating. There she is in some go-go boots and stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mm. I don't know how much of like Sharon Tate she looks like because I can't remember what Sharon Tate looks like. What she looks like either. But she looks very 60s. Mm. Um, and then the last little bit of news for other genres is that Sony uh, are all in on this Spider-Verse yep. um, series. Not the animated film, just like in general. They can't use Spider-Man because they're lending him to Marvel, but they're making movies about everyone else in the Spider-Verse. They've yep. got a... A Venom movie coming out, a Black Cat movie coming out apparently, Morbius they're working on, and they just announced this week as well, Craven the Hunter, who's a cool character, but I really feel like he should probably be in a Spider-Man movie. I think they're doing Sinister Six as well, it's just, I don't know, Sony's kind of disappointing at the moment. Guys, Sony needs to do better.
1: Sony needs to stick to speakers and headphones.
0: (laughs) They make good movies, I just feel like, just let go of Spider-Man, guys. They've had him for almost 20 years. Oh my god. And uh, I think it's time to just... Sell. Let's sell the rights back mm. to Marvel. Marvel clearly will buy... Will spend yeah, money on their characters. Like, look right. how much was spent on Fox. Now it wasn't just for X-Men and Fantastic Four, but you know that was a big part of it. Um, so I don't know. Sell them back. Uh... Almost, only one bit of Star Wars news this week. Um, we know that there's this Star Wars TV show coming for the Disney streaming service yes. that Jon Favreau is working on. The
1: one that's about Attack on the Clones?
0: We don't know what it's about yet. Oh,
1: I thought we—I thought it was about that.
0: No, that was the animated series. Yeah. This, coming, but this is the live-action one. Uh, it's rumoured that each episode will cost roughly $10 million. Whoa. Which is about, it's, I think it's Game of Thrones. Why
1: couldn't they give us that money so we can finally buy a house?
0: <laughs> I, uh, or a cantina. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I think that is like we're talking um, Game of Thrones level money wow. I think that's how much it costs which <coughs> to be fair they've got it so. yeah. but it better and be and
1: they'll make the money back it
0: better be good mm. uh, alright now we're going to get into some DC news we're like about a third of the way there uh, we, talk, we keep talking about Birds of Prey this movie is happening Birds of Prey we keep yep. talking about it they're shooting next year uh, reportedly, although not confirmed yet, the villain is very likely to be Black Mask,
1: which I think is cool. I don't know who that is.
0: Um, he was in Gotham, I think, in season one or two. He's just a gangster. I mean, he's more than a gangster. He's a guy that has, like, he wears, like, a black skull mask and stuff. Yeah. Um, and he has ties to the character Huntress, I believe, as well. So that's uh, okay, good, because yeah. Huntress isn't that. But I think it's also good to stay away from the regular like, the ones we all know, like, especially because Batman's not in it, or at least yeah. hasn't been in, of being in it, so do someone who a couple of ground-level vigilantes can handle. And you can do like, a cool little crime film. So I like that. Um, apparently, the Flash movie is going to start shooting in February.
1: Oh, okay, cool.
0: So, again, it's more of a rumour than a confirmation at this point, but that's good. DC keep making movies. Speaking of DC keep making movies, Supergirl has been added to the movie slate as nice. well. Nice. Uh, No news on who's going to play it. It's funny, like two months ago we were talking about how they're not going to add any more movies to the slate that's going to work what they've got, and suddenly we keep hearing stuff. (laughs) Um, But I'm all for that. I would like them to do Man of Steel too, but in the meantime, Supergirl's good. I don't know who they're going to cast. My personal hope is Alicia Vikander, but we'll see how we go. She played Tomb Raider, so... Oh,
1: yes, that's right.
0: I would like her as Supergirl. Um, Let's talk about some casting news that I wasn't really happy with, but now I kind of have to maybe be less vicious about it because of what's been going on. Mm.
1: Um,
0: Batwoman, we know yeah. is coming to the CW. Yep. Yeah. They have cast Ruby Rose as Batwoman.
1: Really? Now. I don't like Ruby Rose. I'm going to bite my
0: tongue a little bit because she left social media this week because everyone was jerks again. Like,
1: yeah.
0: She's been harassed. Um, I understand that uh, uh, Batwoman is an LGBT TQ character and yeah. they wanted to cast someone. that That's fine. Yeah, yeah. My problem with Ruby Rose is she's not an actress. She's a DJ.
1: My problem with Ruby with Ruby Rose is that I just don't think she's a very... Yeah, I just don't think she's a very good actress. <laughs> I
0: haven't seen her in much, but everything I've seen her in, she just doesn't seem to yet have... Well, the...
1: maybe she'll do this well.
0: Yeah. I look, you know, look, maybe not...
1: this is the kind of character that will actually suit her.
0: Yeah, look, I'm not going to not watch it. I'm going to give it a go. I mean, I have dropped Arrow. I just can't Deal with that show anymore. I've officially yeah. dropped it. Uh, Flash, Is she in
1: that?
0: Um, that's how they're introducing her. Oh, okay. In the big crossover, and then they're going to spin her off into her own show. I'm not saying she's going to be terrible, I just haven't seen a performance from her yet that I've liked. I just feel like, you know...
1: Yeah, that's the same with me.
0: Um, so, it's not my personal choice of casting, but I'll, I'll, I'll give it a go. Um, I just, yeah, I just think... Hollywood or, like, all these people seem to be very obsessed with her. They're, like, putting in a bunch of stuff. But she doesn't have a very strong acting background. Like, she was a DJ. That's what she Mm -hmm. was. Like, she was a music DJ on Channel V. And then she wanted to be an actress, so she went in movies, but just hasn't put in a performance that, for me... I mean, look, we're talking about the CW, which is full of cheesy performances. So, it, it might work. I just... I need to be convinced, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um... So they're making a Joker movie. We know that um, it was meant to start shooting in October. They've moved it up. It's shooting it's, it starts shooting at the end of September twenty second September twenty when Joker starts shooting.
1: Wow, there we go.
0: Getting excited about that one. Uh, James Wan, director of Aquaman, came out this week and uh, debunked some myths and rumors, and he has announced that there will be no. Justice League cameos. Oh, okay. So, Aquaman will just be him and Mira and all of the Atlantis. Did he,
1: did he confirm whether or not Atlantis is part of Jar Jar Binks' planet <laughs> world? Uh,
0: I don't think he did. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he can because that's uh, a Disney property now, so maybe spiritually it's connected, but yes. Uh, not technically. Um, we're going to talk about James Gunn a little bit later. Um... But we have some DC news, and that is that they're looking to hire James Gunn. We know Disney fired him over some sensitive tweets. Um, People kind of were outraged. But clearly, Warner Brothers doesn't have that issue. They're like, you know what? He said some dumb stuff years ago and apologized. If Marvel doesn't want you, come make a DC movie for us.
1: Yeah.
0: Which I think is cool. Like, good move, Warner Brothers. That is a good move. Should have also gone after John Favreau after he left Iron Man 2 and should have gone after Joss Whedon after Avengers 2 and should have gone after Edgar Wright after Ant-Man because he didn't end up making Ant-Man because yeah. he left the project. So this is a good move by Warner Brothers. Hopefully James Gunn will find something he likes and will join them. Uh, we've got some Affleck news, which is nice. Yep. Uh, he is still attached to the Batman as a producer. Okay, yep. So it doesn't mean he's playing Batman, but as a producer, that's a good sign because he's still interested so in the So they're just
1: then going to recast him.
0: We don't know what's going on, there's all this sort of, all these different, like, talks and stuff, so it's, it's all rumours at the moment, um, there have been talks of recasting him, like, they wanted Jake Gyllenhaal, but they took too long, and then he ended up playing Mysterio in Spider-Man, so, there's all sorts of stuff going on, but, at least he's still attached to the producer, which means he has some interest in the character still, uh, he's also, also seen a photograph recently, uh, having lost quite a bit of weight, Mm. um, because he got a little bit heavy after being between Batman v Superman and Justice League um, and he was also seen with some Bruce Wayne hair dye like you know he's got like the grey wings oh, in the yeah. Batman movies mm-hmm. well Ben Affleck doesn't look like that he's, yeah. he's in his late 40s but he doesn't look like that yet so it could be for another role he's doing something else at the moment but people are um, excited Yeah. Um, we have Some more stuff. Hang on. Uh, We have some more Joker's news, and that is just that Joker is meant to be set in 1981, which is cool. Cool. Uh, And then we have some more Birds of Prey news that I missed before. Uh, The first is that they've locked casting. So apparently everyone they want is locked. They've casted. We don't know who it is yet. Uh, Rumors are that both Anne Hathaway and Emma Watson were uh, approached. Ooh. Um, Anne Hathaway I doubt because she already played Catwoman I can't imagine her coming back to play again in a different franchise
1: Yeah
0: And Emma Watson I also don't really Yeah I doubt See her doing it But I mean if she did I'd be all on board for it Yeah uh, absolutely and the third person mentioned was Anna Diarmas, who you probably don't know um, but she was in Blade Runner 2049 and she's been in a bunch of Eli Rothfiel she's a pretty fun actress um, so she uh, apparently was approached as well so that's that's probably the one I buy the most because she's a little bit lesser known um and therefore probably more likely to sign on for a DC movie. And the last <clears throat> rumour, which I think we brought up earlier, but it's uh, the rumour's circling again, is that Tom Cruise is being approached to play Green Lantern. Oh,
1: okay. To play an
0: older Hal Jordan, one who's mm. been a Green Lantern for a while. Which about... When we first started talking about it, I didn't like that idea at all. Now,
1: mm-hmm. I watched
0: a bunch of Mission Impossible yeah. films this week, and turns out I really like Tom Cruise. Yeah. <coughs> so I might be okay with him playing... Hal Jordan. Mm. Not my first pick, but I'm okay with it. I still have the idea of John Krasinski. Yeah, I still like the idea of John But Krasinski. if we're going older, like Tom Cruise was totally fun to watch, so. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And he, he's good he's a good action yeah. action star. And it's doing like he's a, butt- a really good action if star. If they're
0: doing a buddy cop thing or like a old Green Lantern training a young Green Lantern,
1: yeah. Yeah. I think he would be really good at it. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, okay, and now our last little bit of news. Actually there's not that much Considering how much we went through, uh, is Marvel stuff now. The first bit of news is something that dropped on Reddit. It's not really a rumor or news; it's more of a theory, but it could be potential spoilers for Avengers Four. So, do you want me to talk about it, or do you want me to leave it? Um, it's no, re- I might as well. It's talk in about regards it. to the character of Loki.
1: Oh, okay. Um, yeah, no, tell me. Okay,
0: so there's a theory out there that Loki may not be dead.
1: Yeah, a lot of people say that, but I reckon... you want to I hear reckon... the evidence they,
0: they found? Sure. It, came, it dropped on digital a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Hit DVD and Blu-ray this week, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, but people watched it, and they've noticed some things now they've had time to pause or whatever, and yeah. stuff. So when um, Loki approaches Thanos and tries to kill him, mm. he brings he brings out the dagger, obviously, yeah. and goes to saving him. stopped. Now the dagger comes out in his left hand, which is the hand he always uses when he creates an illusion. Yeah. So that's what people are saying. Okay. Um, and some people have argued, like, yeah, but when he creates the illusion, people always go through it and stuff, so if he had created the illusion, we would have seen it, so he probably is actually dead. And then someone pointed out that in Thor The Dark World, Thor literally holds Loki in his arms as he bleeds out on the dead planet. Um, yeah. And then it turns out he's not dead after all, so it could be a big fake-out. that okay. being s- that being said... As cool as that is, I think Loki needs to stay dead. Oh,
1: I want Loki to
0: be dead, though. I um, He's a really cool character, but um, I just feel like... once t- I think we've seen him die and come back to life one too many times.
1: Um, Yeah, I suppose so. It's hailing. Is it? Yeah.
0: It certainly is. I'm just going to pause it for a sec. We just took the door out because of the hailstorm that's just begun <laughs> yeah. out here. Um,
1: The the doggy door The doggy door, yes,
0: (laughs) so that makes more sense Um, So you want Loki to come back if you can? Well,
1: I mean, I love Loki, he's amazing My only
0: only concern is, because I love Infinity War I think we all on the podcast agree we love Infinity War And one of the reasons I like it so much is they put stakes into it Yes, that's true
1: And so, Mm. you know, you're absolutely right You're Mm. absolutely right like, he probably should stay dead. but the only, and, so, and the only reason I want him to come back is because I love the character.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, we know there might be time travel in there, so Loki's probably going to show up in some capacity anyway. Yeah. If they do go back. Like, we've seen footage of what looks like the first movie.
1: Oh, my God. It's literally blue skies now.
0: <laughs> what a crazy weather day.
1: That was a 30-second, the hell storm, and now it's blue skies. <laughs> Sorry, we're both in chocolate. Yeah, no. <laughs>
0: Alrighty. Let's dive into some James Gunn news. And you'll find out pretty quickly that there is no real news, but a few things happened during the week. So the first thing is that Dave Bautista, who plays tracks, came out and support, him. They all came out and supported him. They all like, released a statement, saying that whilst they didn't agree with the tweets, they felt that James Gunn had been unfairly fired and deserved to be, you know... Treated it a little bit better, and Dave Bautista really took it personally and really came out and said that if Disney doesn't use the Guardians 3 script that James Gunn wrote, he wants to be released from his Disney contract.
1: Yeah.
0: Maybe a little bit extreme, I'm not sure. Like, I don't know whether Dave Bautista has the weight.
1: I suppose it's the principle of everything. Hmm.
0: Your little hair. I don't know whether um, he has kind of the weight behind him, though. Like It's not like like Tom Cruise saying that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But the sentiment is appreciated. Uh, Disney even released a statement later saying that they didn't agree with what happened and they were working to get James Gunn hired again. Um, sorry, Marvel did, not Disney. Marvel mm-hmm. did that. And Disney's come out in the last 24 hours saying they don't care. It's not happening. They're not yeah. going to hire him back. Yeah. So ultimately no news, but there were a couple of things that happened over the last couple of days. Because if
1: Disney, if Disney relents with this, then in the future when a case like this happens again, then what are they going to do? Just relent again? They can't. They can't. Disney can't give an inch because it's all mm. for their. Their whole company is based on wholesomeness. As someone who puts on Disney productions um, for school, there are like strict guidelines as to how you can advertise and where you get your sponsorship from. It's incredibly strict. Mm. So they have an image to maintain.
0: Here's the thing, though. And the, the only reason I bring this up is because of their history. We've talked about how Disney, pretty racist in the past, and never recalls all their stuff. They recall some in the South, but you can buy Aristocats, and that has a pretty racist representation of a Chinese cat in there.
1: We know... I know exactly where you're going with mm. this. I know the double standards. I understand yeah. the double standards. No, no. I agree. I, I, I'm not even... But, I'm not even from going, Disney's point of view...
0: I'm not even going with the double standards. They also released the majority of Quentin Tarantino's films and all of Kevin Smith's early films. Mm. So, which clerks has necrophilia in it? So I understand it was under the D- Walt well, Disney Well, maybe brand. it's
1: more of a case if Disney doesn't want to flip flop. I mean, look at poles with the plastic bags. That's, that's what that... it is,
0: and I think that's the problem. What they should have done was not have this knee jerk reaction to some right wing, super like, out to get it. Like this journalist was just doing; it was just scotch journalism. Was just going yeah. out there to you know just to expose someone who then was revealed to be a real piece of garbage himself. What they should have done was release a statement saying, uh, we've heard something, uh, we need to investigate it, we're going to run an investigation and have a look into this and see if it merits, you know, uh, action. That's mm-hmm. what they should have done. Instead mm-hmm. of just immediately, like the board just getting immediately fine and should have released a statement saying they're going to investigate it and see what they're going to do. Because it turns out, like, as everyone's noticed now, like, whilst what he wrote was horrible, I'm not trying to defend his tweets, his tweets were horrible. They'd already been addressed and brought to light years before, before Disney hired him and had no problem hiring him at the time. And now what they've done is made their real, probably their first real big misstep with this franchise is fired a director who probably didn't deserve to be fired. We've talked about it before. Like, if someone does something horrible, don't take them out of a job. Prosecute them. Mm. Like, if it's something like that. And you can't get prosecuted for tweeting, um, unless it's hate speech, I guess. It's just, it's just a big mess. And I think Disney acted poorly. I think that's what it is. Um, anyway, we're not going to harp on about that. I just wanted to get that James Gunn news out there. That will probably be the last of the James Gunn news unless he's hired by Warner Brothers, which would be great. Give him a like, Justice League or something. I don't we'll know.
1: Give him a failing franchise.
0: We'll get, get him to fix it. <laughs> um, give him Green Lantern. That's basically Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, okay. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp is going to be the last Marvel film to play on Netflix. There oh, okay. Be, because, obviously, Disney have ended their contract oh, with Netflix yes, and they're creating their own right. streaming service, mm. Ant-Man and the Wasp is still within the contract, so that's going to go on, but that is the last one. So, starting next year, everything will go on to the new, unyet named Disney streaming service, which I'm kind of excited for. The only thing I'm worried about is too many streaming services. DC have one coming out yeah. Disney have one coming out yeah. there's Netflix and Stan and Hulu and all these other things but hopefully like we can't get Hulu here and some of those shows end up on Stan or Netflix anyway so yeah. hopefully fingers crossed this Marvel and DC stuff will just get lumped in with our Netflix
1: yeah I don't think so
0: mm. um, Nick Fury and Maria Hill are coming back we saw them at the end of Avengers 4 apparently they're going to show up in Spider-Man 2
1: oh okay cool
0: Spider-Man Far From Home sorry I should say uh, and my last bit of Marvel news is that the character Moon Knight, who is basically Marvel's Batman, mm. is rumoured to feature in Iron Fist Season 2, which is cool. And that is all of the news. Hooray! Actually, you know what? I didn't, I didn't get them, but they released the first images from this new Sabrina the Teenage Witch TV show oh, as well, yeah. by the creators of Riverdale.
1: Yeah. look pretty the good. Oh, stay out of
0: Riverdale!
1: <laughs> I have a piece of news. And that is that Loki is a good puppy. (laughs) So, what's next on the agenda?
0: I'll probably finish eating this chocolate. Because I thought you had actual news. No. (laughs) So that I had time to eat, I was wrong. And I apologize. (sighs) That's some good dead air right there.
1: Yeah. We're um, on fire today.
0: I guess we can do some reviews. Cool. We watched two movies this week. We did? Mission Impossible 3. Mm-hmm. And Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, a.k.a. Mission Impossible 4. Yes. Now we... not big Mission Impossible people. I saw the first one a long time ago. Yeah, ages ago. Mission Impossible 2 was the first movie I ever fell asleep during. Um, really, I think. So... That is my review of the, of the <laughs> I like that first Mission Impossible film a lot. It's I don't
1: cool. really remember it.
0: It's a long time since I don't mm. remember a lot of it either. But
1: I think I was like 14 when I saw it.
0: But the trailers for this new one looked so good that we were like, maybe we should watch this Mission Impossible film so we can <laughs> yeah. watch this new one. Um, it's
1: literally sunshine right now. Yeah. It's like blindingly strong sunshine.
0: So we watched three and four. We watched them back to uh, back to front because the only thing available on streaming was four. So we had to wait so we could borrow three from a friend. But uh, I guess we we'll just kind of review them together. Like we didn't really need to. Yeah, no, not. absolutely. Uh, what were your opinions on these uh, earlier Miss episodes? I, I
1: really liked number three.
0: The second one um, we watched.
1: Um, not, oh not... no, the one well, the one in Saudi Arabia. That's
0: four.
1: Okay, I really liked number four. I liked number three, but I really liked number four. That whole, like, on the side of the building thing. Oh, my God. I was (laughs) so tense. I had that feeling in my feet that you get when you're on a roller coaster or, like, you can't feel the floor. Mm. Um, And it was just, oh, it was so scary. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I know what's going to happen. I know the gloves aren't going to work. Or I know that this is going to (laughs) happen. And it all happened, but it still amazed me and scared me anyway. Um... Yeah, no, I I really enjoyed number four. I really liked um, all the characters oh. in that one. Um, I thought they were all really really strong. Um, Tom Cruise is like amazing. Um, like you watch it and you just because you know you know that tidbit where um, they say you know Tom Cruise does majority of his. Um, stunts and everything, so mm. you're watching it and you're just like, Oh my god, I can't believe he did that! Yeah, whoa, that's so cool. Well, the
0: next one he hangs out of a plane, like, yeah, five, yeah, so.
1: exactly. So, um, yeah, no, I really enjoyed number four. Number three, I liked just slightly less. I think that was a little bit more boring. Okay, um, I didn't think it was as I think it was a little bit too this is gonna sound stupid, but I feel like it was a little bit too story driven. I, I understand was, that because it's
0: a big dumb action film. Yeah, like, yeah. It'd be like if you know, the next Fast and the Furious film was written with... It's language. like,
1: hey, I'm dating this girl. I need to take her home to a family. But we have a lot of problems.
0: <laughs> it's like if the writers of Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy wrote yeah. the next Fast and yeah. the Furious. I, I get that. I actually kind of have the reverse opinion that you do. Oh, I, okay. I like three more than four. Yeah. Um Three for me... I love the story. I love the espionage. There's that bridge scene,
1: where yeah. like they get,
0: where yeah, like they get tricked, and uh, Phil Seymour Hoffman comes in, and oh no, sorry, they they come in and rescue him back from from captivity and stuff. Uh, I think three also had some really good performances. Like, never mind, um, uh, Tom Cruise is great, and, um, but like Billy Crudup, who played like his friend who end up a train, was really good. Philip Seymour Hoffman's incredible. Like, that's there's a that last scene where he's I literally... i a
1: big Philip Seymour Hoffman person. Yeah, no, I
0: like him a lot. Um, when he's throwing <laughs> him around like a rag doll and stuff. Just so good. Yeah. Um, and it's so dark and brutal, like, for mm. a movie based on a TV show. Now, it did have the dumbest di- line of dialogue I've heard in a film mm-hmm. ever, where <laughs> uh, Tom Cruise runs up a brick wall, mm-hmm. looks at the camera straight in the middle and says, Humpty Dumpty sat on yes. the wall.
1: Oh my god, that was so bad. <laughs> I
0: showed that to my friend Matt. I was like, do you remember this? He goes, no. And I showed the clip. <laughs> that Just like that 10 second clip is on YouTube. And he's like, that's the most amazing thing I've ever seen. I was like, yeah. Um, the only letdown for free for me was a little bit what you said as well. is, Especially after watching Forks, you watched them back to front. Um, the There were no real big action set pieces. Mm-hmm. Like that bridge scene is really cool. But after seeing. Um, Tom Cruise Climber building yeah it's the tallest
1: building in the world
0: it's just a little bit kind of uh,
1: anticlimactic
0: a little bit now that being said four I really liked the first two acts I think by the third act it kind of fell apart a bit for me like it became kind of mind numbing dumb dumb stuff oh okay just a little bit like Mm -hmm. I I think the most interesting villain in that movie was Leia Sadeau the French girl yeah the blonde girl and at the end of the second, I actually gets thrown out of a window. Yeah, that's true. And like the villain we get, I was like, oh, that's the villain? Like yeah. we never really saw much more, like we never really saw him ever. Yeah. So I never really kind of got into that. Uh, I also think Simon Pegg was maybe a little bit underused in 4, but I mm. did like him a lot in 3. Um, but I still really like both of them, all in all. I thought they were both really good films. Enjoyed them way more than I thought I would. I'm really looking forward to 5. And yeah. I'm really looking forward to 6.
1: I really struggle with like seeing how te- dated <coughs> technology is. Mm. Like when we're watching 3, I'm like, what year was this made? You are like, 2006? I'm like, 2006? It looks like it was made in 2001. But if
0: you think about 2006, which is 12 years ago, we didn't have smartphones then. I
1: know, but like, in my mind, we did? Yeah.
0: Like, if you think about 2006, I think maybe two years earlier, I got broadband. Yeah. Um,
1: it's, so, it's so weird to me that it's like, that's 2006, and you look at the technology, and you're like, ew.
0: I think... <laughs> <laughs> I think also like it's funny like if you think about that first Mission Impossible film like their big action piece yeah was Tom Cruise dropped down on a wire yeah and now we have him climbing up buildings with like yeah. gloves yeah. and stuff but um
1: I did like the joke in number four when it's like this message will self destruct and then nothing happens to the phone mm. so he has to like punch it
0: yeah
1: <laughs> I like the whole Kremlin thing I like the whole like breaking into the Kremlin and everything because like I like like Russian yeah stuff. I thought that was No,
0: ugly. both really good. Uh, so and I, yeah, again like my opinion so much so that my opinion on Tom Cruise has changed. I never disliked Tom Cruise. I've seen Tom Cruise films I think, on, and mm. liked them. Like Edge of Tomorrow I think is a really good film.
1: You know what I think happens? I think what happens is every single time we watch a Tom Cruise film, we go, "Oh yeah, I really like Tom Cruise." And then you don't watch one for a mm. while and you're like, "Oh, Tom Cruise is such an idiot. Tom Cruise this Tom Cruise I've Cruiser. never had that. And then like, you watch No, remember when we watched there was a movie where he was playing like the fat bald. Ah, Topic Thunder? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so every time you watch a Tom Cruise movie, we're like, "Oh yeah, we mm. really like Tom Cruise." Mm. And then time goes on, and you're like, "Oh, Tom Cruise." And then you watch another Tom Cruise movie, and you're like, "Oh yeah, I really like Tom Cruise." I I don't know. I,
0: I've always I've always been like
1: because you've made this comment before.
0: I've always I always feel like he's kind of just there. I'm like, "Oh yeah, Tom Cruise." Like I don't because he's just like a, a he's. I guess he's a movie star. That he's a, mm. he's like the ultimate like like the prototypical movie star. That's what he does. He just goes in big action blockbuster films and stuff. Uh, like last year was a bit of a dud year for him. Like the Mummy sucked. American Made wasn't great. Yeah, um, just didn't have enough kind of cool things for him to do and stuff in it. But um, I've never disliked him. Just like yeah, like he's fine. Mm. Uh, but these ones. Really enjoyable to watch, like really like uh, captivating. Like, mm. I was like, yeah, I really dig this guy. So much so that I'm like, if yeah, if they want to make him Green Lantern, go for it. Like, mm. um, why not? And those are our little reviews. That's that we watched.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think, is there anything that I. There isn't anything that I watched. Just what about Insatiable? Well, I've only seen one episode, so I don't think it's fair for me to judge that.
0: Also known as Intolerable.
1: Is that how you felt about it? No, it was
0: just dumb. But that's fine. Like, shows can be dumb.
1: Yeah. We are
0: watching Veep, which has been great. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. We're going to rewatch that episode because you fell asleep. Mm. But there's a uh, moment in Veep where, they, because they're having the trial or whatever now, cause people acted uh, badly, I guess, in government. And they bring Jonah up, and they're like, saying all the nicknames in the email. Yeah. It's like Cloud Botherer, Hagrid's <laughs> Nutsack and stuff. Yeah. Um, which is very fun. I don't think I've watched much else either. I've been wanting to watch Watchmen for so long, and I can't find my DVD, and Netflix took it off, so...
1: Ah oh, okay, yeah.
0: So, but that's okay. We're going to watch The Great Race later today, probably, as well. Yes. And, I uh, picked up it's a...
1: It's so good. Picked up
0: a whole bunch of cheapy Blu-rays recently, as well, mm. so... We've got stuff to watch. Uh, that means it is time, for the first time in a while, to do a topic. Yes. That's why we started this show, to talk about what-if scenarios and have a little I don't know have fun
1: yeah absolutely
0: not just report the news this show has really become a news show it
1: really is
0: um, so this week in honour of the release of Avengers Infinity War it's finally out on DVD Blu-ray 4K and 3D definitely buy it it's great special features in eh, it but the movie is fantastic mm. uh, we came up with the topic find five characters in pop culture that could beat Thanos yes now I never specified uh, whether he had the Infinity Gauntlet or not Because in the movie, he does, he has it the entire time, but he beats, he fights Hulk without using the Infinity Gauntlet, and obviously he achieves his goal with it. So I was, I didn't specify, so if you wrote down without the gauntlet, that's fine. I, all of my choices are, um...
1: With the gauntlet? Yes, take it into consideration. So am
0: I. Okay. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first?
1: Okay, uh, I'll go first.
0: So, we're going five down to one, and then if we have any honourable mentions, we'll do that as well.
1: Yes. Um, okay. I don't know if this is in order from five down to one, but this is the order that I've written it down. Sure. In. And my one is, my, my last one is definitely number one.
0: Okay. Yeah, mine will kind of just, kind of an assortment as well. Yeah, so. cool.
1: Um, so, my first one is Dumbledore. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I figured if Dumbledore can stop Grindelwald, the worst wizard mm. in all of modern magical history, mm-hmm. then he could probably stop Thanos. Thanos. I mean, he's got the Elder Wand, which is the wand from death, death's yeah. own wand, so he's got that. Mm-hmm. He has got the. Re- he had the Resurrection Stone, obviously, pre-death. Yeah. He had the Resurrection Stone, so if he needed to. And also, the thing, the really important thing about Dumbledore is that he doesn't fear death. Yes. And so that's why he'd be able to survive, yeah. because he doesn't fear death. And so that fear lack of a fear of death is its own magic mm. and I reckon he would be able to outsmart Thanos yeah. with, you, with the ability of having access to time turners and like prophecies and pensives and all that sort of stuff so I reckon Dumbledore could give Thanos a run for his money. Nice. Mm. I don't think Thanos has ever come across someone like Dumbledore before.
0: Yeah the closest thing would be Dr. Strange.
1: Yeah that's right. Who
0: did use a bunch of spells. Um, you're going to hate my number 5. Uh, my number five uh, is Rick and Morty.
1: Oh, for fuck's sake! And not
0: so much Morty, but oh, Rick. I
1: knew you were gonna fucking say that. <laughs> mm. uh,
0: not only with his intellect, but also his uh... drawl. Yes, with his drool. Mm. Um I think like his just his disregard and uh, intolerance for nonsense and uh, and god complexes. I think. Yeah,
1: but would Thanos be able to survive a snap? Like, I mean, Dumbledore could just like do a sp- like impedimenta and like freeze Thanos's like like gauntlet mid snap yeah
0: I think the other thing is that unlike the Avengers um who they have a very there's a very strong message in Avengers Infinity Watchers we don't trade lives and they don't really take lives either except for those, those little grunt monsters they have no problem killing they don't kill anyone um whereas Rick has basically no consideration for human life he would just use a portal straight away and cut off Thanos's hand or something yeah. like that so even though you don't like them,
1: he's got the he's got the um the personality to kill Thanos.
0: Yes, he has the ruthlessness yeah. required.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, he killed another version of himself and another version of his grandson to survive. So yeah. he's ruthless. So yeah. it's not it's between ruthless ruthlessness, um, intellect, and disregard for, for life. I think he would be able to do it. Yeah. Okay, cool. number four.
1: Now my number four is uh, I, it's. Auto-corrected, auto-corrected to Death Vader. It's Darth Vader. Okay. Yeah. So I figured if he had the Force, which is magic. literally... Well, not magic. We know that the Force isn't magic, James. Magic is from Harry Potter. Come
0: on. Mark Hamill himself has said that... The, no, the magic.
1: Force is the living Force in all creatures and beings and things in the world. Um, it's the Force that like resides within and around objects. Um... I'm going to say that and then people are going to be like, um, actually, it's that You find that It's this. <laughs> um, so if I'm wrong, you know, forgive me or I don't give a shit. Um, yeah, so I forget Darth Vader. Like, I mean, if he's got the Force and he's got all the power of the Force, maybe not Darth Vader, maybe like Yoda. <gasps> I should have put Yoda. Just say Yoda Oh my now. God, Yoda. Okay, I say Yoda. I change it to Yoda mm-hmm. um, because, I mean, how could you kill that cute little... Mm. <laughs> Um, and yeah I reckon Yoda's smart enough he's got the intellect he's got the years of expertise he's seen people much worse than Thanos I reckon Yoda, Yoda has the um, the strength okay. of the force behind him to conquer Thanos
0: nice. okay my number four um, is the Justice League now not the Justice League from that movie uh-huh. <laughs> Just like the comic book version. And the way I approached this was... I thought about the, the six Infinity Stones and what could beat them. So the Time Stones, something that could, that could match the, uh, the ability to control time. The Flash. Flash can time travel. Um, space. I thought of both uh, Superman and Martian Manhunter. Um, mind is Batman. What else we got? Time, uh, soul. Soul. Was Wonder Woman, even though she doesn't really have soul power, I just feel like her idea of like she uses love, uh, like love is her. Because she's is,
1: the is, chick, because so she's got the maternal instinct. Well, like even
0: in that Wonder Woman movie, she says like she love and stuff. Like the reason mm. she fights is out of love, is mm. to protect those she loves and stuff. Uh, I'm trying to think of the last two. I said power. Did I say space? Yeah I said space. Space, time, mind, power, soul. Oh my god, what's the last one? Space, mind, time, power, soul. Reality. Oh, yeah. Oh, who oh, Green Lantern. Oh, yeah. Green Lantern has the ability to, to do that. So even though, if, they, if the Justice League were formed and united and used their powers to combat the different effects of each stone, I think they could easily take out Thanos, it's seven to one, yeah. and they all have abilities that equal or match um, the, the gems. Nice. So that was my choice. But not the movie version, the comic book version.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Well, my thing is, how do you fight an alien with another alien? Mm -hmm. How do you find an alien who commits genocide across multiple planets? By being an alien that has fought other aliens that commits genocide across multiple planets. Even your home planet. So my number three is the Doctor. Nice. Because the Doctor was able to conquer the Daleks time and time again mm-hmm. conquer the Cybermen and um, a whole bunch of other like evil creatures and aliens from around the world. He has the resources behind him to be able to um, come up with a way <laughs> to destroy Thanos. He's I mean he's six hundred years old.
0: Now which doctor would it David be? Tennant. David obviously. Tennant. So you think the character that he is would be able to
1: it, well in my mind that's the only doctor that there is.
0: Okay.
1: You know? All the other all the other doctors are merely actors being the doctor? Sure. David Tennant is the doctor.
0: Because my I mean look and look, this isn't a, this is the topic thing is never an argument, but my choice might be The Doctor from the Time War So the one who's like Gunna-free stance Oh
1: yeah John Hurt
0: Yeah the one who's got a little bit more uh, Bloodthirstiness Possibly But you know Um, what But But it depends
1: on what's going to win out against Thanos Thanos thinks that he's doing the right thing Yeah So bloodthirst might not win out against Thanos Heart might win out against Thanos And we all know Doctor has plenty of heart to go around Mm. Because he's got two I know Yeah Hold on That's right Um, So I would think that along with, you know, the amazing work of the TARDIS as well, and he'd be able to regenerate too.
0: Mm. Um, I wonder, does the snap affect that? Like, does the snap just erase him completely?
1: Well, he would have his... If we're talking about David Tennant, Doctor, um, if this is before he regenerates from his hand, Mm. if he still had his hand, so even if he did get snapped... But his hand didn't.
0: What if he got snapped? Could he grow another him from his
1: hand? That's what I'm saying. He's no,
0: like, if, if he disappeared but only his hand was left, could you grow a rem- the rest of a Doctor off a hand?
1: Yes, that's what happened.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, that's what happened in Doctor Who, not the snapped, but, like, mm. he regenerated from his hand.
0: Although I guess... Gan- I'm pretty
1: sure he did. That's the way I remember Although it. Although
0: I guarantee the sonic screwdriver interrupts the power of the Infinity Gauntlet.
1: Maybe. Although it is just a screwdriver.
0: Yeah, but it was like forged by like that's builders true. and stuff, so... Yeah,
1: that's true. Um, but yeah, so my 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 number three is the Doctor.
0: Uh, my number three is not a good person. Uh, Hitler? Yes, Hitler. Oh, yeah. No, my number three is not a good person. Also wields magic jewellery, but I think could probably stand up against Thanos. And that's Sauron.
1: Ah, good one! He
0: has the One Ring. Which although in the movies really only whispers and makes people fall asleep and go invisible, I think
1: I think may, I think Thanos might be like tempted by it.
0: He may even ditch the gauntlet for the, the ring. Well no, because in maybe
1: he'd want both. The
0: movie version of Thanos is just isn't evil. He's just like, I just want a ring to bring balance to the universe. Yeah. But you're right, I guess like he could be corrupted by it. Yeah. But I think like so S- what the ring does. that version of Sauron we see at the start of Fellowship of the Ring who is a giant, apparently, with yeah. that big old mace, mm. um, and, like, an army at his, um, at his just, command. Uh, like, the, it almost feels like the ring just creates that army, so every time Thanos snaps, they just respawn and come back yeah. again. So I think Sauron has a good chance, although I don't know who... I think we lose either way in that fight,
1: mm.
0: but Sauron was my number three. So it's, cool. oh, right. so
1: it's my turn alright so you might think that my number two is a little weak but this is my justification for it she brought peace to two rivaling families not families but like two rivaling rivaling tribes mm. um, that were never going to see eye to eye and she made them see eye to eye and that's Pocahontas, Pocahontas. you fight Thanos with peace mm. you know you fight Thanos with love you fight Thanos with
0: Singing animals.
1: Singing animals, that's right. That's exactly what you do. You know, colors of the wind, man. (laughs) Colors of the infinity gauntlet, more like it.
0: Uh. Um,
1: I don't know, you could really tell I was grasping at straws at this one. But I just thought, why not? Why not make Pocahontas someone who could defeat Thanos with her amazing words?
0: Maybe, like, all the. Maybe all the Disney princesses together. Maybe. Because. Tangled Rapunzel Could use her hair to bind him
1: Yeah So you're talking about physical things you're talking about soul James
0: I understand that But I just don't think With a magic glove <laughs> That erased half the universe that's enough He yeah, killed his but,
1: um, Yeah but I almost said Hermione He
0: killed his own daughter remember
1: But Pocahontas Goes wherever the wind takes her James
0: Do you just want to do her Pocahontas <laughs> puns? Um, my number two has already appeared on the list okay. but I put this one a little bit higher And it's Dumbledore Yep um I agree 100%. Like the greatest wizard that ever was um uses magic doesn't abuse it. Um isn't afraid of death. Has conquered death for years. Knows pretty much everything there is to know about magic but doesn't admit it. Yeah. Mm. Um so Yeah. I don't really need to add too much more. I just didn't want to like give the game away so early. Yeah. But um yeah.
1: Dumbledore. Alright, well speaking of Dumbledore, my number one, we talked about how Pocahontas would conquer Thanos with love, mm-hmm. my number one would conquer Thanos with hate, and my number one is Voldemort. Voldemort would not be able to be clicked, snapped, first of all, because it's... if he's got his horcruxes. Oh, that's yep. good. So that's the first thing. So even if Voldemort was snapped,
0: I and his body that...
1: disappears.
0: I wonder what if, if,
1: you know, the, the Horcruxes don't disappear?
0: So yeah, I mean, look, Thanos has to wait 20 years for a rematch because it takes him a while to bring himself together. Well, like, you know. My only thought is, I wonder whether Thanos can trap those pieces of soul in the soul gem because the soul gem is like a link to
1: He it. would have to find them. And unless unless you're Dumbledore or Harry Potter, you ain't find... I'm sorry, Thanos, you don't know history of magic. You ain't <laughs> finding those Horcruxes. Mm. And he'd have to find Harry as well. Mm. You really think he's going to go on this whole search for seven Horcruxes when he can just, like, in the meantime, take over the world? No. So while he's taking over the world, Voldemort is, like, you know, Biden is time. Mm. So he's got his Horcruxes. And also the only way to vanquish Voldemort is through love. Mm. And we know that Thanos... I was going to say we know that Thanos doesn't love, but I suppose he loved Gamora, didn't he? I
0: wonder though, I I feel like the Infinity Gauntlet is kind of like a genie in a magic lamp. I think whatever your will is, you just snap and it happens. Yeah. So if he's like, I need all the Horcruxes, he could just snap and it would happen. I
1: don't know. I I don't think so. I think there's a loophole.
0: You're like, I want to be right, (laughs) so I'm going to say no. But
1: also Voldemort um, is one track minded enough. Yeah. If he saw um, Thanos as his enemy, Mm. he would do everything in his power to destroy Thanos. Mm. And we all know that Voldemort can't be destroyed. But Thanos, Thanos.
0: Voldemort also doesn't like to get into fights. He likes to send henchmen. He likes
1: to send his and his
0: henchmen are are not good.
1: No, that's true. But. I don't care.
0: (laughs) Like, Thanos' children would take out the Death Eaters so easily.
1: Yeah, but the Death Eaters have magic. You know? Like, the Death Eaters would just be able to... Avada Kedavra. Done. And you know what always pisses... Okay, so the only way that Voldemort would lose a fight Mm. against Thanos is because he's so fucking overdramatic with his... Avada Kedavra! Yeah,
0: like, just say it. We
1: know. No, don't just say it. We know that you can do spells inside your head. Yeah. So just be holding your wand under your cloak, standing there, Avada cadaver all of a sudden, bang, he's dead.
0: I don't know if Voldemort knows how to do that, though. I feel like his hubris prevents. Yeah, of him from course
1: to... he knows how to do it. That's how they... Gra- they needed to, like, graduate Hogwarts. He's just being over dramatic. Mm-hmm. But again, he wouldn't be able to be vanquished because of his Horcruxes. So mm-hmm. therefore...
0: That is the one thing that I really... Uh, that I, I find hard to contest. unless the Soul Gym can just... summon. Which it
1: can't. So... There you go.
0: Okay. Uh, My number one is... uh, I've referenced a movie this character came from a lot today, uh, surprisingly. Um, It's
1: not like Blues Brothers, is it?
0: Yeah, the Blues Brothers. No. (laughs) (laughs) They they sing him to submission. Um, No, I chose a character who is basically a god. Like, the only way to stop uh, an alien with a god weapon is to find an actual god. Uh, And that is Dr. Manhattan from The Watchmen.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, Zeus... Uh, this would work.
0: Maybe. He just has lightning ability, though. And, like, sleeping with women is an animal. <laughs> yeah. He's, he would sleep with... <laughs> his mum, as a yeah. swan, and, <laughs> and then Badass would be sad. Yeah. Uh, no, anyway, Dr. Manhattan. He can... He can literally create things out of nothing. Um, he can transport... Like, pretty much everything the Infinity Gauntlet can do, he can do without the gauntlet. Yeah. He can transport in an instant. He can create things. He can destroy things. He can... I'm pretty sure he can control time. Uh in fact he can because there's that moment on Mars where he suspends time so he can be with Silk Spectre yeah um, he can uh, create and remove oxygen like all these different things yeah so Doctor Manhattan I think is the ultimate destroyer of Thanos nice and he's not bad either he's neutral like he's not good or bad here's
1: how I'm not contesting yours like you fought mine
0: I'm not contesting I just wanted I'm just like discussing it yes um, but also I think Dr. (laughs) Manhattan is impossible to argue with. You're like, yeah, he's not even a real doctor.
1: Yeah. He's not like the doctor.
0: (laughs) So that is my number one. Did you have any honourable mentions? I
1: did not have any honourable mentions, no.
0: Okay, so I chose two. um, And even one of them, one of them's like more of a joke one, and the other one, I'm not 100% sure now that I've I've written it down. Mm. Uh, The first uh, are the monsters from A Quiet Place, which you haven't seen. No, I haven't seen. But... You can't really hear them, um, and even though they're blind, they operate on sound. Um, but they ha- they're very good at hiding, and they're very, very fast. Yeah. So I think they could get the. Like, Peter Quill got the jump on Thanos. Yeah. So if he can, these monsters can. Yeah. So as long as they aim for the head, mm. as uh, he taunted Thor with, I think they would have a chance. Mm. That being said, they don't seem to have really, really any allegiance to anyone or anything, they just like to eat things. Yeah. So probably not going to be much use. But they could if they were there. Uh, but then when it comes down to it, I was like, who? who is the man that we know can do anything? Who's the yeah. man who can stop any villain? Superman. No, no, it's not Superman. No. I already mentioned this. Like, who can... Um, the only thing he can't do is save the love of his life, but he can stop a stadium from exploding. He can stop uh, an ice skating... Assassin. Oh. <laughs> it's
1: Michael, Michael Scott <laughs> yeah. Threat Level Midnight. Clean up and i fight. Yeah. I don't know
0: why. I just feel like yeah. He but there's a will, there's a way, yeah. and Michael Scott could stop Thanos. Yeah, nice. I also want to see if they're doing this office reunion. Have Michael Scott fight Thanos. Yeah, it can just be Dwight in a glove.
1: It can also like he, he could distract Thanos with the um the, the scar.
0: He just gets frustrated. He's like, "Stop it!" Yeah, <laughs> um, that's really good. I, like that. <laughs> uh, I thought that would be good. Um, that's it. That's our show. Yeah, we're out of things to talk about. All the news is done. The reviews are out of the way. We talked. To, we defeated Thanos seven different. <laughs> no, twelve different ways. Maybe eleven. Two bursts of I don't do know. I didn't count. Believe me, uh, we have been here through hail and through sunshine. <laughs> And we're now at an end of this week's episode of Pass the Remote. Next week, we will probably be back. I say that because it's already Saturday and we normally record midweek. So we might not have had enough news by then. But we're going to try. We're going to have a topic. We're going to have Nick. I'm making all these promises that I don't know if I can keep. You can find me on all social media at jamescharmers 7 And you can find Tina.
1: at Tina's Hair and Beauty. And I have some more um, travel vlogs that are up as well. So if you want to see the Scottish... Countryside, check out my YouTube channel.
0: And I'm in them, but you can't see me because the camera's facing away and Tina got rid of all the dialogue, but (laughs) I'm there. Uh, Also follow Nick on Instagram at Owenovsky, and don't forget our friend Josh has his game launching very, very, very soon. Nom Nom Apocalypse is coming to us. It's going to be great. It's on Twitter, it's on Instagram, it's on Facebook, Deadlift Games. Check it out. That is past the Remote for this week. I'm James Chalmers.
1: I'm Tina Chalmers. And we'll see you next week.